Hello and welcome to Sunny Side Up. My name is Mithul Shah, CEO of Demand Matrix. Sunny Side Up is 15 minutes of concentrated analysis and advice from startup founders, B2B marketers, sales and product leaders. Today I'm joined by Amrish uh, Shirtat, who is a serial entrepreneur who has done a few startups you know, in the past and has pretty much worked you know, in this domain for a while. Uh, Amrish, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mithil. Glad to be here. Awesome. awesome, awesome. Well, we are we are so glad that you have joined this podcast. And as I was talking with you before, you know, as a serial entrepreneur, somebody more of a, a technical bent, can you help us understand what got you started, you know, in this journey, and what has been the learnings that you have discovered along the way as to the do's and don'ts of a successful startup? Sure. So. Uh, Startup journey is is really exciting uh, in the sense when you are uh, when you look around when you see a lot of problems. Um, what really excites you um, if you are entrepreneurial in nature uh, is uh, is the way you would like to solve some of these problems. So I come from a technical background um, and I, uh, I was fortunate enough to work with uh, many strong technical companies like Symantec. Um, bind, which were working to solve some specific crucial problems for the enterprises. And in the process, what I figured out was there was a lot that needed to be done and which was not being done. So that's where uh, this entrepreneurial bug uh, was uh, was hitting me, kind of uh, drove me in, in, in starting a couple of companies. Interesting. So during during the during the conversation, you kind of mentioned that you know starting is just the, probably the easier part of it, but starting the right way is is probably really crucial. How did you kind of discover that some of those traits and what are the things that is needed to to kind of make it you know successful? So as a technical person myself, uh, what I always felt was uh, you could quickly. Uh, um, and very easily build products uh, without really focusing on uh, the product market fit. And that's the biggest mistake. Most of the entrepreneurs, uh, especially if they come from a technical background, uh, they commit. Essentially, they build the product uh, which they feel is really uh, is really great in solving customer problems. But what, what is extremely crucial is to validate that product in the market as quickly as possible, even if it is not perfect. The validation is extremely, extremely crucial. So, product market fit, in my opinion, is the is the most important aspect of building a product, uh, and which is where we talk about the MVPs, early to market, getting the early validation, sale fast. So, all of that comes in picture while building the product. So, as a as a technical, you know, as a, as a technical founder, as you said, you know, the building product is very comes very natural to you. But in in general, what I've seen is either people are too early or they are too late, you know, in the market because uh, talking to people and getting validation is harder than building a product. Uh, what's your recommendation as to what's the optimal, you know, MVP, you know, that essentially can help you? do this uh, product market fit. So that's right. I and mean, many a times the products are too early to market where the market doesn't exist uh, or they're too late in the sense that there's enough competition uh, that the differentiation doesn't stand out. Where one has to really 
uh, hit a golden mean is to identify uh, the real problem that they are trying to solve. Uh, do a real uh, good competitive analysis in terms of what are the other players in the market and what is it, what is that missing piece that needs to be built first uh, so that you get the attention that you deserve uh, while bringing the product out in the market. When we talk about MVP, it's not a compromised quality product. It could be less in terms of the features. It definitely needs to solve a particular use case um, really well, right? So that the customers start using your product. It may not have all the appeal. It may not have all the pieces. Uh, um, but if it solves a particular use case end to end, which is a pain point for the customer, they will latch onto it. You can always add the other additional features, enhancements later. That one use case you have to get inside. Mm. Oh, that's that's such a great insight. So, as a as a you know technical founder, you know uh, what comes very natural is okay. Let's build the product. Let's you know hopefully the product you know has a good product market fit, and then you're able to attract you know some customers and the journey kind of starts. But startup is just not about building products, right? There are a lot of soft skills and very you know some hard skills that is required. Uh, according to you, what are what are some of the important skills you know are required even for engineering leaders to to make uh, you know a company successful? Yeah, that's a very good point, uh, Mitul. A company is is not just about the product; it's, it's about the people uh, that you bring along, right? Um, how how you sell the vision, how you make uh, um, people equally passionate about the mission that you are attempting to achieve. Uh, the kind of culture that you build along the way and the values that you inculcate in the teams, especially the, the founding members, all of that play a, a huge role uh, in the success or failure uh, of the company. So it's not just about the technical know-how, technical ability, but the diversity that you can uh, bring to the team in terms of the technical skills, the, the product management, the sales, um, ability to sell a particular product, uh, so on and so forth. Right? So diversity in terms of skills is extremely crucial. Values that the founding members uh, or the founding engineers uh, bring to the table also uh, makes a huge difference. So you talked about hiring the best, you know, the right talent you know, at the right time, and then the importance of culture. Uh, let's tackle the, the first part of it, like, you know, building the, the the right team. In general, you know, in India, I think the the huge amount of talent available, but the suitable talent for, for startup and finding that talent, you know, has been challenged uh, pretty much across the globe, but it seems like that, that that is a little bit more of a progressive challenge you know, in India, is is that a correct statement what I'm hearing from people? And, you know, I would love to get your thoughts and viewpoint on it as to how did you start? So finding uh, a specific uh, skill set uh, can be challenging, uh, especially in India. So when I, when I initially started uh, back in 2007, uh, there weren't a lot of uh, product companies coming out of India. Uh, so the product-specific skills, somebody who can understand uh, the end-to-end development of a product uh, was a huge challenge, right? And in, in many cases, you had to uh, bring able smart uh, young developers on board, maybe 
uh, at times fresh out of college and groom them um, um, and train them uh, to make them the best uh, engineers that we can have. A ready talent during those days uh, or ready skills uh, was always a challenge, uh, but talent is always there. So as long as you have a very strong uh, mission statement, if you are really trying to solve an interesting problem, my belief is people get attracted uh, to you, even though you are a startup. Right? People are ready to um, ready to compromise on other aspects like compensation, uh, working hours, other facilities. Um, as long as you are able to sell them the vision. Um, was there a particular source or particular accessibility that you had that you thought that that you know kind of worked for you you know well uh, you know when you were building your company so, so what i found was if you are trying to solve a, a, a really technical problem uh, there are many technical or strong engineers you will be able to attract Okay, as long as the problem statement is, is, is good enough, uh, you can attract that kind of people. Uh, in, in terms of building teams, not, not during uh, the startup, but even uh, at large companies that I've worked, we always mixed the experience level uh, where we, we were hiring a lot of uh, pressures where we could get raw talent and high energy, and we are mixing it with experienced, uh, experienced leaders. In a specific so that combination worked really well for us. The other, uh, the other point you kind of brought up that was uh, that was actually you know music to my ears. Uh, you know, and not sure how many founders actively think about it. You know, is the importance of culture and making sure that is kind of you know foundation stone. You know, and thought about it. You know, from the very beginning, and it cannot be like an afterthought. So, would love to understand that. What is the importance of culture, and and how are you? How do you establish a culture when you're such a young, small organization and you're running so fast? Yeah, that's a very good, uh, very good question, Nathan. So culture plays, at least in my mind, a very crucial role in terms of growth of the organization um, or alignment of the entire team, right? And culture uh, is pretty much defined by the founding team. So as long as you get your founding team right, uh, if, if all of them are aligned towards the common goal, um, it, it becomes easy to set the culture for when uh, you grow to the size of uh, tens or even hundred, uh, hundred long uh, big team. If you don't get it right uh, in the first place, maybe when you are under ten, uh, it becomes very difficult to manage it when you become hundred. So unless you have that focus. Right from the beginning, it is very difficult to manage it later. Mm. So, I mean, in in general, as as we are talking, right? I mean, not as I said, you know, not many companies or many startups probably think about it from the onset. Is this something that you can fix later? Like, is culture something that is fixable later? You know, once you potentially realize it, because uh, you may not be aware of it in the beginning. But uh, you know, when you do, is this something that can be addressed? I think it can be fixed. Um, it can be a painful process uh, in fixing it. Uh, mm-hmm. You have the drive uh, and uh, the determination to fix it. Uh, maybe uh, even once you grow, 
um, you should be able to align uh, most of your stuff, if not all. Uh, but then, uh, like Jack has said, right, either you are in or out uh, when it comes to culture. So it becomes a painful process if you really want to fix it. Uh, I, I believe it can be fixed. Uh, it's just a time consuming affair and a costly one. Mm. That's such a great point. Well, I think this has been an exciting conversation. Uh, you know, I, I learned a lot out of this, uh, you know, this, uh, this short conversation that we had. And as a, as a parting thought, do you have any recommendation for our listeners regarding any resource, any books, anything that you get your inspiration from, you know, that, uh, you know, other people should listen to, read, or, uh, you know, get inspired from? Yeah, there are a lot of resources. I mean, personally, I benefited a lot uh, through books or um, reading or listening to some of the great speakers. Um, I would certainly recommend podcasts like um, Masters of Scale uh, by Dave Hoffman. Um, I would recommend uh, uh, books from Zero to One. Zero to One by Peter Thiel. Yep. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Well, Amrish, thank you so much. This has been a, a fun uh, conversation. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your insights and knowledge, you know, with our listeners. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Nicole, for having me here.